KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you'll get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of the Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Mark Longoria. Well, happy weekend to you. Thank you so much for joining us today. You are listening to AM630 KSLR. My name is Mark Longoria, Director of Ministry Development here at the station, and uh, this particular program is called Church of the Week. What we like to do is every week we want to introduce you to some fantastic ministries that are found right here in our city, the Alamo City of San Antonio. Uh, we want to make sure that you are are connected to a local body of Christ somewhere. We so appreciate every single one of you listening to this radio station. We thank you for coming on and tuning in to listen to the Word on behalf of different ministries across the country. But we want to make sure that we are not the substitute for a local church. We want to make sure that you're connected to someone that you can call your pastor. We want to make sure that you're connected to a group of people that you can call your brothers and sisters in Christ, your your church family, so that when you need prayer, when you need support, when you need a word of encouragement, you can go to your pastor, you can go to those people, and they can be there uh, to, to help you through some tough times. We all go through some tough times, and so... Our goal today is to introduce you to a pastor that has been here in the city for a while now, and he has, he has become one of the icons as far as the uh, Christian church is concerned, the Christian Church of San Antonio, and we are so uh, glad to have our friend, uh, Pastor and Dr. LaSalvon of New Life Christian Center here in, stu- in, the, in the studio. Pastor, welcome. Uh, how you doing, Mark? Thank doing, you for having me. Absolutely. Always always a pleasure to have you here roaming up and down our halls. Last time we saw you here was a few months back. When yeah, that, with the Promise Keepers. Yeah, Promise Keepers came yeah. into town. They did a great big thing yes, over at your great. place for uh, to, to recognize Israel. Uh, uh, Coach McCartney was here and Dr. Washington. And yes. so uh, it was fantastic to, to have you then and again today. Today we want to feature you. We want to feature the church. We want to talk a lot about what God is doing there and give all of our listeners a, a preview, a sneak peek of what God is doing uh, at the church. And so why don't we start out with some personal, with a personal story. Okay. Tell us a bit about yourself and introduce yourself to our audience. Well, I'm a retired Air Force officer. Um, I came here uh, in October of uh, 84. And uh, uh, really, by way of Egypt, I was... Uh, Station in Egypt, and uh, God spoke to me. Oh, literally in Egypt. I was in Egypt, and uh, God spoke to me uh, while I was there in the desert about coming here to San Antonio. And uh, I was standing in the Red Sea throwing away a golf stone, which I had kept from Florida, and had this uh, understanding with the Lord that if I could get to Egypt and throw away this stone, that somehow. Uh, I would never doubt his healing power again. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mark, uh, it was really, uh, I don't understand why it came about like that, but uh, God allowed me to go to Egypt. And uh, as I was standing in the Red Sea, throwing away my gallstone, he spoke to me and told me to come to San Antonio. Wow. And uh, I was stationed, in, we were stationed in Germany. My family was in Germany. And when I called back and told my wife uh, what was going on, she said, uh, you, you've been in that sun too long, and <laughs> I am not going to uh, Texas. Oh, man. Where they have, uh, you know, uh, people riding with guns in their back of the car. And yeah, I can't see you with a 10-gallon alma- hat. Mm-hmm. Eating armadillos. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, when I got back to Germany, she, had, uh, she was uh, president of the Women's Aglow chapter there, and yes. she had about 300 women. That began to pray over me. I didn't know Wimsy Glow was overseas. Yeah, I was. That. I was president of the Full Gospel 
uh, men's men's uh, chapter there. Okay. And uh, anyway, these women begin to pray over me and trying to cast the devil out about coming <laughs> to San Antonio. <laughs> and uh, it it was oh. it was quite quite a, a, a story because uh, these women they, they anointed me with oil mm. and uh, and fasted and but anyway I came to San Antonio. Uh, we were stationed in Germany. I was, I did a TDY to Egypt, mm-hmm. and uh, I told my wife that I wanted to come to San Antonio. So I got on the plane, I came to San Antonio, I rode around on a bus all over the city. So you didn't have any contacts here, no? You just didn't, came didn't know anybody blindly. Couldn't speak a word of Spanish, mm-hmm. and I was sitting at the some of the bus stops, and I stayed a week, and I went back to Germany, and I told my wife. This is the place where God wants us to be. Wow. Well, she still had these 300 women praying over me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what I did the next year, we were stationed in Germany for four years. Mm-hmm. The second year, I came back again. I got on the plane, came back to San Antonio, and I bought a house here mm. without any military orders, uh, Mark. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't know whether I was going to come to San Antonio. I bought this house with, without my wife's permission. Uh oh. She never saw the house. I came back to Germany, went back to Germany, and I told her I bought a, a home there, and she said, You've lost your mind. <laughs> You're going to buy a house, you don't even have orders to go there. Yeah. I was so confident that God had spoken to you me about so coming. You were so sure about it. Yeah. And so my wife began to doubt my sanity. Mm. She really did. And so uh, it was about six months later that I got a call from Randolph Air Force Base. They needed a, a, a African-American officer, a black officer, to be an instructor at Officers Training School at Medina. Mm. It was a good day to be black. Yeah. It was really a good day. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I said, well, where's, where's Medina Air Base? Where is this at? He said, San Antonio, Texas. Wow. And I said, this was all God. Yeah. I told my wife. We uh, we came to San Antonio. Did the women stop casting the devil out at no, that point? No, they didn't. <laughs> you know, and my wife didn't come out the house for a year, a whole year. Really? Yeah, she didn't come out the house because she didn't want to be here. Well, fast forward that all the way. Um, there was a gentleman that we, we began to have uh, 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 home Bible studies in our home. And You're still uh, serving as an officer in the military? Yeah, still, still in yeah. the military and training officers. Commissioned 172 second lieutenants in the Air Force. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're having these home Bible studies. And, uh, you know, I'm picking up my little guitar, playing little worship songs. And and uh, we we really we really didn't have anything going on. And one day this gentleman called from uh, Kelly Air Base and said that he had a, a service over there and that if I wanted to take it, you know, that I could do that. Mm-hmm. There was only four or five people in the service. Mm-hmm. So my wife said, well, you better go ahead and do that. You know, you said that God told you to come here. Yeah. We went and did this service, and, and pretty soon we, we came up with about maybe about 15, 20 people. And we eventually moved to a little location on Marbach, a little storefront. And and it went from from about 15 to about two or 300 people. Mm-hmm. And... uh and in 1992, we built this building over there on, on uh, Highway 90. Yeah. And so God's blessed us with a little over 2,000 folks right now. And Praise so the Lord. That's, that's the history right there. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. So at what point does your wife say, okay, 
I believe you now. Well, this you is, know what happened is... was uh, I took her. She, I, I had bought her a Volvo, and uh, I had it shipped here to San Antonio, but she wouldn't. She wouldn't drive. She wouldn't do anything because mm-hmm. she didn't want to be here. She really wanted to go to Florida. Okay. And so, uh, and one day I took her to Ingram Mall, and she went to Ingram Mall the next weekend. And then she started visiting these malls, <laughs> and so she she kind of said, "Well, you know what? She got I, the confirmation. <laughs> yeah, this is God." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So so now with uh, La Cantera coming up and all these other these oh, are definitely uh, she prayed that mall yeah, into amen. existence over there. Yeah, she sure did. <laughs> wow, that's wonderful. And she's now my co-pastor, yeah. so you know she she helps me pastor the the church there at, uh, at you know on Highway ninety New Life Christian Center. All right. Yeah, very good. So, uh, tell me about your family. You got some, you got some children. Yeah, I have, uh, I have uh, two girls and and one son. My my oldest daughter, Erica, uh, serves as a secretary at the church there, and mm-hmm. uh, my uh, my my youngest daughter, Alicia. Um, you know, I was sharing with you last night that um, we had prayer time at our church, and um, so I do play a little classical guitar, yeah. and my my youngest daughter's husband is a great guitarist and so we played last night and uh she she does zumba all over the city and has her own uh shop here in the city where she fixes hair and uh my my son uh lasalle his name is lasalle same as mine he's an executive at usaa and so uh three children and five grandchildren all right Uh, my grandchildren called me saba Uh which is hebrew for grandfather Ah. and they called my wife uh what i call her they all call her honey. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah so <laughs> they call her honey. So God's blessed me with five beautiful grandchildren and three three wonderful uh uh children. That's fantastic. Well, you've been listening to the voice of uh, Pastor LaSalle Vaughn. He is the uh, senior pastor here at uh, New Life Christian Center. If you uh, don't know where that's at, well that's off of Highway 90, uh, the address being 6610 Highway 90 West. If you want to call the church and get some information there about the church and everything that's going on, you're more than welcome to do so. Their number is area code 210-679-6050. They also have a prayer line. Uh, if you'd like to call in and have a prayer request, please know that you can always call area code 210-674-3889. And if you are near a uh, a uh, computer or you have your smartphone there with you and you're not driving, please make sure you're not driving. You can log on right now to christiancenter.com www.christiancenter.com and there you can find out all the information that unfortunately we're not going to have time to cover today on this program because we only have about 30 minutes total but uh, in any case you can go on there and at your leisure just study the ministry learn what they're about they've got so much going on there in the church and so we want to transition out pastor into the church and find out uh, about the church itself. Just tell us, I, I'm, I know that you've got a million things. I've, I've gone up and down your website, and you've got so much going on. And I don't know that you have such a strong emphasis on Israel and the love uh, for the Jewish community. And so we want to uh, just give you an opportunity first. Let's talk about the church in general, and then we can focus in a little bit on Israel. Well, we are interdenominational, and uh, we used to uh, call ourselves denominational, but... Uh, uh, non-denominational. We used to call ourselves non-denominational, but non sounds like you're against something. Yeah. And uh, you know, before I met the Lord, I was really just a heathen. You mm-hmm. know, and I thought maybe even atheist. You know, but yeah. uh, 
we have uh, people from various backgrounds in our church. You know, um, we have about 16 different nationalities in our church, people from England, Jamaica, uh, Puerto Rico. We have a large uh, Hispanic uh, uh, and Latino uh, uh, population in our church, and African American. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Anglo's. We, we really have a good cross section of uh, of people from every uh, cultural background. It's a good representation of what heaven's going to look like. Yeah, right. Yeah, and so, uh, but we're interdenominational, and interdenominational meaning that uh, we have a lot of people who've met Jesus that came from uh, various backgrounds uh catholicism yeah. uh presbyterian uh baptist but we we have one thing in common we all uh, uh see jesus as our savior and lord and uh that is that is the thing that connects us but we do have a, a heavy emphasis on israel mm-hmm. and um this emphasis came about um my my term that i had in egypt when i came back to germany from egypt on my on my uh top secret mission there uh, in the desert there in Egypt. My, I found out that my daughter was going to Israel, my oldest daughter, Erica. Mm-hmm. And she was she was 13 years old at the time. And I, and I told my wife there's no way that I was going to allow my daughter to go to Israel or out of the, out of the country out of, from Germany without me being there with her. So I, I volunteered to be a chaperone. And, and so uh, right after uh, I got back from Egypt, I went with uh, with the youth um, from the base chapel uh, to Israel, first time in Israel, mm-hmm. and what we, year was this? Eighty one. Eighty one. First time, and um, we we had vans, and so we rode all over Israel, and we stayed in the different kibbutz there, and interacted with the people, and I fell in love with Israel. Mm. What, so, what was it about that trip that just clicked um, with your spirit? I, I don't know. Um, there was there was something about not only the Bible becoming real to me, but uh, visiting the idea of visiting places where Jesus actually walked and roamed, uh, I, I, it, it was mind-boggling mm-hmm. for me. And so when I got back, <clears throat> you know, I, I couldn't get Israel out of my system. And it wasn't until uh, I got to San Antonio in the 80s, the early 80s, when we started going to Israel on a regular basis every year. Yeah. Um, today, uh, I share a home there in Jerusalem with some good friends of mine, and we've, we've, we've uh, shared that home uh, for about 11 years there now. Mm. And we have, we have Jewish friends all over Israel. Um, we, spend, we spend time uh, even in the West Bank, in the Judean Samaria area. Uh, I speak a little Hebrew. Mm-hmm. Um, my choir sings in Hebrew. Matter of fact, our choir sings in six different languages. Wow. And so uh, we, uh, we, we make trips. We, we've been making trips on a yearly basis as a church to Israel. And uh, over the last five or six years, we started going every other year. As a matter of fact, we are, we're going back this month, the end of the month. We're going to go and spend 10 days. The church is going to go and spend 10 days in Israel. For, for those that are listening, if you're Hearing my voice, if you want to call the church, maybe we can still get you on our trip. Uh, we have a great time each night. We have uh, we have celebration with with praise and worship every night mm. uh, there in uh, in Israel. Uh, we spend uh, time at the best hotels there in in Israel. Um, mm. So uh, Israel is uh, you know we 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 call ourselves uh, Christians returning uh, 
back to our Hebraic roots. Mm-hmm. We're not Jews when uh, uh, we're not Messianic, but what we are, we're Christians returning back to our Hebraic roots. We, we, and when I say that, I know that may be a little uh, hard to understand, but um, um, I really, really believe that God is doing a new thing in the body of Christ, and that is, is that he's given people a, a deep love for Israel and for the Jewish people, and also um, understanding the feast days, which is very key. Mm-hmm. I, how is it? Um, how important is it that we as Christians, we as Christ followers and disciples of Christ, really understand the roots of the the, the Jewish community and and God's people? Uh, why is it important? Because there, I'm, I'm sure there are many churches that are so focused on so many different things, and like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, we bless Israel, but it's kind of like a sideline type issue. Yes. Why, why is it important that we really study it and understand uh, all of their culture? And well, for one thing, we need to understand that uh, <clears throat> Christianity, uh, you know, we have really a Western mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, if we study uh, history, we'll find that Constantine and Eusebius and many of our church fathers uh, tried to uh, squelch um, uh, anything Jewish at all and uh, even changed the the days of which we worship. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because if you check history, the Sabbath really is on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, even though Christians, you know, the first day of the week when, when, uh, when the disciples went to the tomb of Jesus, um, um, Constantine set up that, changed the days of of, of worship to Sunday, and um, so. But as we as we look at, at scripture, Jesus was in fact a Jew. Mm-hmm. His mother was a Jew. All of his disciples, except for Luke, Luke was uh, was Greek, and he uh, he. But he, all all the disciples were Jewish. Mm-hmm. His Talmudine, uh that's the Hebrew word for disciples. And Jesus celebrated all the feast days, every one of them. And so, you know, as we study Scripture and as, 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 a, as being a Christian, you know, I would, my mother told me something. She says Christian is spelled C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N. The I-A-N on the end of Christian means I am nothing without Christ. Mm, and good. so um, uh, to, to love Israel and to love the Jewish people, is really to love Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, the feast days, for instance, uh, we're, we're coming up on on Pentecost. Uh, Pentecost is known as Shaviot. Shaviot was celebrated before Pentecost came into existence. Shaviot was the giving of the Torah on Mount Sinai, mm. and uh, the Jews were there in Jerusalem celebrating Shaviot when the Holy Spirit fell, and uh, and and supposedly the church was was born, but uh, you know Jesus celebrated Shaviot. He celebrated Pesach, Passover. He celebrated Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. He celebrated all of these feast days. So I think it's Leviticus twenty three and one that says that these are not Jewish feast days; these are the Lord's feast days. And in fact, you have a Shaviot service coming up on we, May twenty fifth. Yes, we do. It's a Friday. Yes. So what's going to be happening that day? You're well, what what we're going to do that day? Um, <clears throat> I'm going to do a teaching uh, uh, in the sanctuary, mm-hmm. and uh, the teaching lasts about an hour, and the stage is set up with a lot of different uh, 
um, visual things about Shaviot, the Ten Commandments. Uh, I have swords up there and, uh, uh, you know, all of the, uh, uh, the, the species that's mentioned in, in the book of Deuteronomy. Mm. And then once we're done at the service there, we go next door to eat uh, cheesecake and ice cream. Okay. Uh, and uh, I, I, I talk about why we do that in the teaching. Interesting. And then once mm. we're done with that, and uh, we have a reading of the scriptures um, there. Um, we go from the from the gym where we have a you know the ch- the, the cheesecake and ice cream. We go into our prayer garden mm. where we have a uh, big menorah there. And uh, you know I don't know whether or not many of our listeners know that we have a replica of the Western Wall on our property. Mm. Uh, many years ago, I had stones brought from Jerusalem. These stones were were brought right around, uh, right after 9-11. It was a monumental task of getting those stones here from Jerusalem. I bet. And uh, they came by by boat, Mm -hmm. by ship, Mm -hmm. uh, and into Houston, and then the the trucks brought them down here. And I had some stone cutters from Jerusalem to come and erect an exact replica of the Western Wall on our property. And so what we do, we we have a, a, a little worship service out outside at our prayer garden in front of our uh, menorah uh, and we have a outdoor uh, uh, sanctuary that's shaped in the, the form of a menorah oh. that seats several hundred people hmm. and then afterwards we, we conclude the service by taking prayers to the wall and, and actually putting our prayers in the wall just like you would do in, in, in uh, Jerusalem mm-hmm. and so uh, it's, it's a wonderful time and if you've never experienced a Shaviot service, um, you know, it, it would be good to come on that day, the 25th of May, uh, 7 o'clock at New Life. Shaviot uh, service, uh, really, really wonderful time. And like I said, uh, the, next, the next big feast day that we, we celebrate will be Rosh Hashanah, the mm-hmm. Jewish New Year. And uh, again, we have a big dinner, uh, great service, great worship time. The blowing of shofars, mm-hmm. and uh, Young Kippur comes right after that, which we do. We have special prayer and fasting that we do. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then, and then our last, our last feast day that we celebrate, which is Sukkot, the Feast of Tabernacles, where we actually have great teaching, and we set up booths. Uh, we actually set up some uh, sukkahs, booths on our church grounds, mm-hmm. where the families can go out and eat, mm-hmm. and uh, also uh, read scripture and pray. Wow! Yeah, got a whole lot of stuff coming. A lot up of stuff going on. Yeah, yeah, it's tied into the, the the Jewish feasts and things like that. That's awesome. Very good. Tell us tell us a little bit about the different ministries that you've got within the church. I know that you cater. You have ministries to cater to all the different age groups. So uh, give us a little bit of an insight on that. We have a great youth ministry. Uh, the youth are very active in our church, and we try to uh, uh, incorporate the youth in each one of our services. Um, uh, we have a lot of Davidic worship um, that the adult uh, dancers do, but mm-hmm. we also have Davidic worship that come from the youth. Mm-hmm. And so they're completely integrated in our services, everything that we do. Um, we have a, a large uh, uh, group of ministers in our church uh, that are very active, uh, not only in the church but around the city, uh, particularly, you know, visiting the sick and all those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have um, uh, we have a big big ranch 
uh, down in Medina County called Canaanland Ranch. Mm-hmm. And this ranch is very interesting. And so, Mark, I want you to come out. We have a, it is 112 acres um, out there. Wow. We have, uh, we have some children, uh, abused, neglected, and abandoned children mm. that, uh, that we take care out there on the ranch. Uh, they are uh, children that have been abused uh, by their parents or others, adults, and uh, we, we take care of them wow. out there. Our ministry takes care of them. Uh, in addition to that, we have a, uh, 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 a big recreational center, uh, Olympic-sized swimming pool, mm. a, small, a smaller swimming pool for the children. We have horseback riding, uh, skeet shooting, uh, a driving golf range, a uh, big lake, and but but our m- our most beautiful project out there, we have a bed and breakfast uh, hotel out there. Yeah, and it is. Well, I'm uh, gonna take you up on that invitation. Yeah, it is beautiful. <laughs> we have it. We, it's it's uh, some suites that we have out there that are designed after the the species mm. I mentioned in Deuteronomy eight eight, and so Canaan Land Ranch is a big ministry that we have that we that we we have a. On the 4th of July, we invite the entire community of San Antonio to come out. Everything's for free. Uh, they come out. Uh, they enjoy horseback riding, skeet shooting, uh, wow, uh, all of that, um, uh, fishing, mm-hmm. all those kinds of things, swimming, um, and everything is free. The, the 4th of July, and this is done for the community of San Antonio. 4th of July weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, Pastor, it's been a pleasure. Uh, our time is our time is up, unfortunately, but it's been a pleasure. And it I went think, by I think, fast. I, yeah, it went by we really quick. Talk for hours, you know, yeah. about all the great things that God is doing there at the ministry. But we pray blessings over you. We, we thank, thank you, you for everything that you do for the community here in San Antonio and abroad internationally. Because I know that you, your ministry affects lives across all over the world. Uh, why don't you leave us with some of the information about the church, how people can find you, your service times? Well, just want to make a real quick uh, insert here. We're going to be having a conference, Celebrate Israel, the 16th through the 20th of May, and you want to be a part of that. Uh, you can reach us at 679-6050. Uh, that's really 24 hours. And uh, our services, we have service on Sunday. We have a Shabbat service on Friday night and then Bible study on Wednesday. Very good. Well, on behalf of AM630 KSLR, we want to welcome you to go out there and visit uh, Pastor LaSalle Vaughn, shake his hand, get to know him at New Life Christian Center over off of Highway 90, 6610 Highway 90. Don't forget that the Celebrate Israel Conference will be taking place May 16th through the 20th there at their place. For more information, log on to the website at christiancenter.com or give them a call at 210-679-6050. Pastor Dr. Uh, Vaughn, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Mark, for having me. appreciate you very much. Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you've got a chance to get to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you would like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com.